Wednesday, January 31st. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, a fascinating story out of the free beacon. As America grows less religious, strong believers persist. Let me read you a key out of this recently published paper that suggests that drops in religiosity are confined to the moderately religious, while America's strongly religious stay as firmly dedicated to their beliefs as ever. This trend plays out in other measures of religiosity, the report says. The proportion of Americans who attend religious services multiple times a week has remained constant, while the number attending sometimes has dropped and the number attending never has risen. Belief in biblical literalism has also been constant, while belief that the Bible is divinely inspired but not literal has fallen and that it is a book of fables has risen. Let's set the backdrop, Tom. The backdrop is, is we are in a concentrated, almost 75 to 80 year intensive attempt to secularize America and to sanitize the religious influence, to declare it a secular nation with Christianity as a, quote, philosophy to allowed to be tolerated, but not any, quote, favored status which means not simply that it has the freedom to practice, but to try to prohibit its practices. The notion today is that the secular cultural elite are telling religion in general and Christianity in particular and with great virulence that you are free to believe these things in your head, in your heart, in your home, and at your church, but nowhere else. So your view of Christian marriage, your view of Christian sexuality, your view of Christian work, your view of Christian ethics, wonderful, believe them, keep it, but not here. Now, the cultural elite are using governmental enforcement. A lot of these new ordinances that are coming out about businesses is an attempt to tell Christians, we don't want you to tolerate the sexual revolution. You must participate. You must propagate. You must perpetuate. You must celebrate it. If you don't, we will punish you with our newly established, quote, human rights commissions, fining them and putting them out of business. It's already happening, and it is spreading to multiple states. Harry, and it's happening on college campuses, as we've cited a number of times. Interestingly, today, as we're recording this program, a federal court has just come out and ruled that the University of Iowa must reinstate a Christian organization that was banned from campus for refusing to allow non-believers in leadership positions. Yeah, wasn't that an interesting story, Tom, because the university put them off because they said, listen, our organization must be run by professing Christians who believe what the organization stands for. Do you think that Iowa University, which, by the way, was the home of one of the great Christian academics of all time, George Washington Carver, let's say the Greenpeace organization and tell them, you must allow as your vice president or your treasurer, you must allow someone that believes that climate change is a hoax. You've got to have them represented in your leadership. Our doors are open in these Christian organizations to anybody and everybody. That's what Jesus has called us to do is to reach the world. But leadership, 
that's just stands to logical consistency. That's just an attempt to shut them down. Thankfully, a sensible court had a sensible order and a sensible ruling on that matter. But let's get back to this other statistic, Tom. So here is this statistic that says, what about the strongly religious attend services multiple times a week, those who attend every once in a while, and then those who never attend? What that survey said is those who attend multiple times each week has actually increased during this sexual revolution. Those who never attend has increased. Well, where in the world did this increase come? Well, on both sides, it came from the mushy middle, as some people call it, where I was a nominal Christian, but I really wasn't practicing my Christianity. I only attended every once in a while, maybe a Christmas or Easter or something like that. Well, when the sexual revolution hits that person, and when the secular culture elitists begin to put the pressure on them, they easily navigate to the, I'm just not going to go anymore. I don't want to be identified with this Christianity because it's being mocked and ridiculed. And so they win them over. Now, some of them and some out of the never are still being pursued in love and truth by Christians, and they come over to the other side. So you've got this significant increase on those who are intentionally committed. You've got an increase of those who are saying, I don't want anything to do with it. And then those in the middle, that's the statistic that's losing all the ground. As people get converted and committed to Christ and trust in Christ and follow Christ, and they go to the committed side and then the other side. And believe me, folks, if you think you can hide from this sexual revolution within nominal Christianity, they're not going to let you. You're either going to have to become a card-carrying secularist, or you're going to have to say, Jesus, I surrender. All I have is yours. Let me come to you. Now, Tom, one other thing I want to mention, that other set of statistics compares with it. What do those who are committed believe? We believe the Bible is the Word of God. It doesn't contain the Word of God, doesn't become the Word of God. It is the Word of God. Those who believe it's just a book that kind of becomes meaningful from time to time, well, that's the mushy middle again. They will dissipate, and they're now over there with those that believe the Bible is nothing. That's why we never attend. So those two sides show up rapidly. Tom, your church isn't going to be able to hide. Christians aren't going to be able to hide. This secular culture now with fascist power that is using the state and the power of the purse and the power of penalties, you're going to have to find out pretty soon, is Jesus Lord or is Caesar Lord? And that's what we're seeing. And what we're seeing is those who are committed, it's rising. Those who are not committed, it's rising. Those in the middle, they're having to make the decision. In past programs, you have said we are not yet to full-throated persecution, but as the church is being harassed, we're beginning to see people go to one side or the other. And you're also seeing what has been true in the scripture, what has been true in history, that whenever targeting or persecution, persecution I define as removing people's lives or livelihoods. Now, in America, we're not removing Christians' lives. We did a program on that persecution. In America, though, that you are targeting livelihoods. You've seen the bakers and the candlestick makers and the photography people, these artists that you can't practice your Christian perspectives on art. We are mandating that you participate in what you do not believe is right before the Lord. That targeting and that soft persecution against livelihood is happening. 
I don't like it. I don't love it. I don't seek it. But I know one thing. If it comes, what you're going to have is those that mean business are going to mean that much more business and more are going to mean business. Persecution. I always described it like the yard that we grew up in. We didn't have a manicured yard. We were just glad to get some weeds. And one of the great weeds in our yard was the dandelion. And it would come up and I would go through and kick them and my mother would go crazy. She'd say, son, quit kicking those. Every time you kick one, you're not killing that dandelion. You're spreading about 2,000 seeds of more dandelions. And that's what happens. Satan goes through kicking and all he's doing is making more of us. Here's what Jesus says in John 16. In the world, you will have tribulation. In me, you have peace. Now you take courage. I've overcome the world. And that's what we're going to see. So let's keep doing it. Let's keep proclaiming it. Let's stay ready. And we are ready for the persecution or the targeting. What's going to disappear are those who say they are Christians, but they are not. Here's the way Jesus said it to the seven churches. I would that you were hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, that mushy middle, I'll spit you out of my mouth. And by the way, the world is going to spit you out of its mouth. You're going to have to make your decision on one side of the other. The world will make you make the decision, but Jesus calls you to make the decision. Come, taste, and see. The Lord is good. As we close out, let me encourage our listeners and challenge them to download the Briarwood app. It's a great tool. You'll have access to Today in Perspective, our five-minute daily devotional entitled Fresh Bread, and Harry's 30-minute In Perspective teaching program with full application of the scriptures to every aspect of life. We think this will be a great benefit and a great enhancement to your daily quiet time in so many ways. Simply go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. It's yours free of charge. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.